back to the action sit rep. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Deb. And right. I think I'm supposed to say something right there, but I forgot what it is. <laughs> Let's fucking do this. All right. Woo-hoo. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're still getting used to the rebranding too, guys. Don't worry. Um, all right. So we yeah. are here to talk about two things. Uh, we're starting off with Kung Fu, the new CW show. And then we are going to um, talk about the Swordsman as well, which you can find on Amazon Prime um, with Joe Taslam. So, Kung Fu, <laughs> Kung Fu first. Uh, let's get that out of the way. Um, I am just going to start off with saying really positive. Let's yeah, get that yeah. Out of the way. So, so let me. I, I'm going to say we are. I don't know if we're going to follow this episode by episode all the way through. Um, but we're gonna give it a shot for the first few. We're gonna give the you know pilots are rough, pilots are hard. Yeah, yeah. Shit, we didn't even like Warrior in the first in the first pilot. So, you know, well, we um, liked it. We just were, yeah, it was yeah. Okay, it was meh. This was, yeah. but this has some potential. Mm-hmm. I think you say a lot. Yeah. I think a lot is said when you say kung fu the new CW show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That very much kind of, unfortunately, very often with CW shows, it, they're, they tend to be pretty formulaic. Yeah, oh yeah. And sure. so you tend to know what you're getting, you know, which for some people is great. They know what they're getting, the CW yeah. show, and that's what they're looking for. And it applies at least to the pilot. I would, I would agree with that. So, and and honestly, guys, we would not have. I don't think we would have even covered this or looked at covering this, except that Brett Chan, who's the phenomenal stunt coordinator from Warrior, worked at least in part on this. His team worked on this, and he had lots of great things to say about the lead who plays Nikki Shen. Um, and I will say, she's probably the best thing in the whole show. I thought she looked great. She does. She does look like a fighter. She's sharp. She's quick. Um, I, you know, she's great. Yeah, I think there were some really great moments with fights. I also think, though, that like while she independently looks great, for some reason the fights didn't look authentic, if that makes sense. And I don't know, and if somebody who is listening to this who knows the business better than me, maybe there are different safety regulations or requirements for the cw maybe it's the budget i don't know if there's something that would like cause the stunt doubles to do more of the work or so it shoots farther away so it doesn't feel as gritty or if they pull their punches sooner something about it just like being used to watching strike back and moyer it was like they're dancing yeah well, you can get away with a lot more with premium, you know, yeah. premium and cable shows. You can get away with a lot more. And then we're filming another, you know, in South Africa. So very, very different rules and regulations and insurance issues. And, and you know, the actors were doing the, uh, at least for Strike Back, the bulk of their stunts and for the same for Warrior. But I think a bigger part of the problem for Kung Fu, at least in this premiere episode, was that it got the CW action treatment. And so there's a lot of slow motion. There's, you know, with a, with a style of fighting where you don't want slow motion unless it really means something. Yeah. 
and they're just using slow motion excessively. And so the fact that you're not, those hits aren't connecting becomes really obvious yeah. when they're slowing things down for no reason. You, yeah. you know, I'm sorry, but martial arts are not done in slow motion. And so yeah. maybe every once in a while, you might want a massive hit or an incredibly cool stunt to be slowed down a little bit. But for the most part, you want it in real time. You want real action. And that's not what the CW tends to do. And they really overdid it in the pilot. There was yeah. just way too much slow motion. Yeah. You, in it, my yeah. <laughs> I, I think, like I said, I think it has some good potential. I like her character fine. I think the whole like goes and lives in a monastery was kind of weird. But Jilan, her like enemy, yeah. I guess, is pretty cool. She seems neat, so I could see that being, uh, you know, interesting. Um, and she had some pretty great, great, yeah, very precise moves. So there's uh, potential there say, for future. That first fight, really, where you see Jilan attack the monastery, and you see like uh, mm -hmm. her Shifu fight her and her command. That was my favorite. That to me, and right at the beginning, I was like, oh, okay, maybe this is going to have some great action. It was later when that was her and like Henry defending like the store, and they were those, and I was like, oh, this does not look yeah. like an actual fight. Um, and that's where it was so. that fight where it became really glaring that they're slowing the wrong things down. I mean, you yeah. just want that hit not even come anywhere close to, to hitting. Right. And, knocking a guy out i mean because it's in slow motion well no if you're gonna do it in slow motion at least do it well and it did not do it well yeah <laughs> so um but i am i'm hopeful that it gets better you know i yeah. think there was there was an it was extremely heavy on expository dialogue oh, yeah it, i mean it really was just it was Okay, any, what's heavier any, than having the brother wear his lab coat, his like doctor yeah. coat, to the dinner? I was like, who <laughs> does that? Nobody does that. There's not a single doctor out there that's like, I'm going to wear this home and into my house for dinner with my family. I was like, yeah, we get it. He's a doctor. Thanks. <laughs> Little heavy handed. You might as well have like big, good guy, going to be her, going to be her sidekick who fixes her up when she gets hurt painted on his face right put the words there that have been just as like well and the same thing with the overbearing mother like oh, oh yeah. come on yeah. and yeah i thought the whole beginning premise of like i'm just gonna <laughs> jump in the back of a truck and run away for three years <laughs> that was a little strange like yeah probably could have come up with something a little better i mean if you're expecting this to be anything like the original kung fu forget oh, it, it has like, yeah. no, not even anything i don't even know how they get it. away with saying like the legacy of bruce lee or whatever it was that they like made this as because it's not and the other thing like you're gone for three years there is still male you didn't know your sister was getting married what the fuck? well i don't i think she was like they didn't know where she was is what that's but then they're like, all like seriously? you've been at a shaolin monastery for three years of course you're not oh like, that's right they see? did say that 
Yeah. So they did, but it's like nobody made a single attempt to like write her a letter. <laughs> well, like I I'm don't sure know. because overbearing mom would have, you know, yeah. freaked out on them. Overbearing mom who then instantly becomes not overbearing mom. Yeah, right. Like, um, no. Like, From those like are, you're those not things my made it really, to, yeah. Great yeah. made it really unnecessarily clunky. Yeah. Some of that I think is actually the influence of the, the showrunners. <laughs> Martin okay. Jero. I'm gonna say not my favorite showrunner. He's not the showrunner of record. Christina Emlin is, who also worked on Blind Spot. Mm. Um, but Jero was the showrunner for that. Gotcha. So okay. hopefully she's which had really a great first season. Control. And then well, yeah. I liked the first season and then it went downhill. But um, anyways, yeah. So you have the typical CW, we've already got like the love triangle thing going on. You got hot Evan and hot Henry. Evan, of course, like has a girlfriend. Wah, wah. Uh, but <laughs> you know, magical. Spend all his time with. Yeah, but magical Nikki comes home, and yeah. and the two hottest guys are in town. Are both like, I want to be with you, hang out with you. Yeah. And one and... of them happens to know Tai Chi, and the other one's a district attorney. And isn't that so so perfect when you're fighting crime? <laughs> Okay, no, guys, it's like that's a little like. <sighs> oh, that was accurate. Uh, so, so I will just say after COVID, we're all a little desperate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to say I will continue watching it because there was enough there that I liked. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and we there are actors who episodes. I like. Yeah. So, um, okay. So I will keep watching it just because. I'm not that desperate. <laughs> um, I, I've watched some incredible stuff during the pandemic. So I, I'm not watching things just to watch things. But, yeah. um, and there was enough there that I would keep watching anyway. Yeah. Um, I, I love the actor who plays the father. Who, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, Matt, I mean, he's been in everything yeah, you everything. can think of. Yeah. And yet he will forever from 24 he played you know the baddie in 24 yeah. what was his name Cheng Z Cheng Z in 24 yeah. and I he will forever that's so in my funny mind's and then he's like this really sweet dad <laughs> amazing you're like when does he turn um, um yeah, yeah 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 there is like I'm waiting for the new boyfriend to turn already because oh, that's what I was a... expecting, right? Was like, yeah. it's too easy, right? He's got to be like part of it yeah. or something. Uh, unless yeah. it's just bad writing, um, which is possible. Uh, I thought there was some cool stuff. So my favorite move of the night, I would say, was like when they were at the docks and she does that like jump and spun her stick and it like knocked the guy out, like straight in his face. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And... There was some blood spray there. There yeah. was, I mean, it was CGI, but it was pretty good. That was yeah. a pretty good little stuff. That was a pretty good move. Like that yeah. was like good use of slow motion. Yeah. Yeah. And CGI. And um, CGI. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, that was good. Yeah. And what? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't as 
that wire work wasn't as overblown as some of the stuff right in the beginning where it was just, right. you know, if you hold, if you're going to do that kind of martial arts, you have to know when to cut it. Yeah. And if you hold that for just a beat too long, then it's, oh, it, it it's, ruins it's done. it. Yeah. And that's yeah. exactly and, what happened to that one fight in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and the, when, um, Jilan, um, in the, in the first fight, when she pushed the, um, the mentor, right. The, you know, that was a little much, it yeah. was just, just that tad just too tear, much where you went, yeah. oh, well, that was okay. That wasn't a very good wire. <laughs> but, Which is all stuff that can be fixed and, and can right. get better as they see it on screen and realize it needs to get better. And we've seen that with shows that, you know, we've covered. I mean, Strike Back, the, the reboot took us a while for it to really get rolling. So we will continue covering it. Right. I, and the hope you... is that, um, you know, we're used to the stunt people having a lot of say in the way things end up looking. Right. And hopefully that will start happening with kung fu they need to trust them yeah yeah um you know that it isn't just up to the editors or the showrunners that they're having the professionals look at it and say this is believable or it's not um and it will be very obvious within a few episodes whether that's happening or not yeah so. yeah did you have any favorite moments <sighs> clearly i did not <laughs> Because okay. I can't think of it. Yeah, no, that's fine. Did you? Yeah. No, I, I think it was I like did that. like some of the stuff with the brother. Yeah. Once he took his lab coat off. Um, yeah. And then went down to the docks because apparently doctors <laughs> think ridiculous. that they're also like private detectives. I was like, come on, guys. Like, no, this is not. Yeah. See, that's when it veers off into Martin Fierro territory for me. Yeah. That it's just gets to the point of being ridiculous yeah you're like this so, would never in a million years happen right and you you know if you're trying to build any sort of credibility with this storyline don't do shit like that yeah it is interesting and it will be interesting to see more of the like asian community's response to this because i know one of the things that i've already seen is so I, in the scene where they announced the wedding date, the way that they were dressed, I actually mm -hmm. wrote down as I enjoyed it. I thought it was very, like a, like a really pretty um, modern, but like had that, you know, like what we would consider like typical, like sort of formal Chinese wear, what, like what Hollywood mm -hmm. shows as that. But then I know that some of the response online has been like, almost that, they, that it was like caricature you know, a too much. Yeah. Um, and that, and so, that, you know, for me yeah. happened a few times and yeah. I'm hoping it's just because they were, they were, you know, like I said, it was really heavy in exposition yeah. unnecessarily. So like, they're just, they had to force <clears throat> all the relationships and all the Chinese-ness of it into the first episode instead of letting it unfold naturally. Yeah. And um, so I'm hoping some of that was, was simply their reliance on that yeah. in a premiere episode um but i did love the mom in the karaoke i thought that yeah. was hysterical yeah, that was pretty good <laughs> yeah so um, that kind of salvaged that whole thing for me <laughs> that she was yeah. just so excited to do karaoke yeah, yeah, yeah. and no, the whole family's like horrible. oh god oh, that god. totally <laughs> reminds me of being in japan like karaoke bars everywhere mm -hmm. but um 
yeah so it'll be you know we'll, we'll see what the response is obviously like um we're not huge fans uh but we're gonna keep going back and we will let you guys know what we think oh. of episode two and three and then if it gets really bad we'll just be like and that was enough and y'all don't have to watch any <laughs> we watched it all hopeful. for you i'm yeah. forever hopeful that it will get better yeah although i will just say if hbo picks this over warrior to back i'm gonna be super pissed because even if it gets better it's not gonna be warrior because i know they like yeah i think hbo or whoever like owns cw wasn't that what brett was saying like that oh they were giving him shit because he's like oh my god (laughs) yeah exactly that they might not want two martial arts shows under their belt which of course i'm like how many fucking police dramas do you have or like yeah all this bullshit like it martial arts is not so niche that you can't have like two very different and dear god if they pick kung fu over warrior i am gonna have a shit fit like well just the fact that they would think that they had to pick anything over anything there's no there's no reason to pick anything over it. Right. And I, I guess I missed that connection with yeah. HBO. Hmm. I think that, that Brett was telling Because I know the that, show yeah. at first, it started off as a Fox show. Yeah. I, this is, I'm just going off what Brett, Brett was talking about uh, when we talked to him about it. Yeah. So. Yeah. If you guys know differently, let us know. But, um, okay. So let's be done with that. Let's talk about something that was significantly more fun to watch. The Swordsman. Yes. Which you should watch on Amazon Prime because it is in captions, not dubbed. Don't watch it dubbed. Please don't watch it dubbed. Yes. And as someone who did watch it both dubbed and, which I generally hate watching things dubbed, but um, I did watch it both dubbed and with subtitles and way, way better when you can hear the real actors' voices and the real emotion attached. Right. So please watch it with captions. Yeah. So it is, it was really good. Uh, Joe yeah, Taslin really plays a bad guy. Really and he's a pretty low. awful. Oh, God. Not a, a, oh, he's whoa. what a horrible human being. Oh, <laughs> man. Horribly, oh. What did he, he did that like uh, tongue click thing. And I was like, oh, God, oh, going to make me, like, poop my pants. Just, like, it was so, like, this, oh, he was, he was so bad. He was he's vicious. Good. And it's he so was bad. really good at it. He was really, really good at it. Yeah. Oh, he was, I mean, okay, except I will say the dad, the yeah. swordsman. Oh, my God. That man is hot. <laughs> <laughs> he just needs a haircut or like to pull Ooh. it back in the fight i was like please just pull your hair back out of your eyes i know well but i mean he's visually impaired so he doesn't really care but i was like it can't be better yeah. <laughs> um so yeah so the, the swordsman is takes place uh in korea and it is takes place during the Ming King Qing? I don't know if I'm saying that right. Uh Dynasty sort of like the transition from one to the other. And Joe Taslim is playing an emperor's cousin, basically like the the bad guy. And you have the swordsman who really is all he cares about is his 
daughter who you learn um is actually the past king's daughter who he basically raised when the king died um rescued and raised right yeah which is just it was super cool to watch yeah um some phenomenal fighting swords some super cool weapons i Mm -hmm. spent so much time googling to try to figure out what that fucking throwing thing was called they had this the the thing that's like a almost looks like a horseshoe with horns and then like a handle in the middle and they throw it and like stabs people and the closest (laughs) i could come to was like a chakram from india but that's like a circle that they throw and i could not find any this more look look more like a rocker knife that you yeah yeah there's like no historical reference that i could find for this weapon Um, but it was was super cool looking (laughs) i don't know how effective it would actually be um but uh but it was it was cool and then yeah i don't know what what were your like thoughts overall about it i really enjoyed it i will say that i watched it at the same time that i watched raya and so at one point (laughs) i was having trouble you know in thinking back on them i would be thinking about the swordsman and then think about something that happened in raya (laughs) and think it happened in the swordsman (laughs) It just got all mishmashed in my mind, like, oh, Raya's dad did this. It's like, no, 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 no. That was, that was the swordsman that did that, you know. But um, don't ever watch movies like that, right, back right. to back. Yeah, that's so the two funny. dads started getting mixed up in my mind. There were parts of it that are pretty intense, like, were difficult to watch. I thought, yeah. um, but. You know, I was like waiting and waiting and waiting for Joe Taslim. And then when he came on, I mean, I knew he was a bad guy, but I wasn't expecting him to be quite so bad. Oh my God. Um, And what I really like is that the fact that you sort of expect the swordsman to be more of a pacifist than he really is from the way his character Mm -hmm. starts out. Um, But man, once they cross the line, forget it. He is just yeah nobody is gonna escape yeah his wrath oh my god i mean so i will just say well let's 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 do it like an actual breakdown of this one (laughs) uh what the fuck moment because mine was in the final fight when he turns and slits the white girl's throat yeah that was great oh my god i was like oh shit she's like just standing on the side and he just slit her throat like and that, of course, then you see that is like the only person that Joe Taslim cares about because right. he just did not give a shit about anybody else dying. But like that shook him and like the way he, which he's just such a phenomenal actor too. And the way he like fights them with like tears in his eyes and whatever, he's like so angry. But I was like, what the fuck? Like literally out loud when he did that. Yeah. Well, it was great because he wanted him to know yeah exactly what this felt like for him yeah so okay you took the only thing i care about in this world yeah guess what buddy <laughs> yeah just right in front of you gonna turn slit her throat that was crazy what was your what the fuck moment that was it that was it yeah that, and also there's the um one part where he has one of the sort of like little lackeys who goes around terrorizing people for mm-hmm. Joe Taslam or I forgot what his character's name is. It was um, like one of the few that I could actually say. 
Uh, Gurutai. Yeah, and I really thought he was going to let that guy go. Oh, yeah. That's when you knew there he's not messing yeah. around. Because he let, you know, uh-huh. I really thought, oh, he's going to let him go. Okay, yeah, yeah. you didn't really want to do this. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Nope. No compunction whatsoever. You unleashed, you know, this man has suppressed this side of himself for decades. And yeah. you just unleashed uh, you know, watch the hell out <laughs> because yeah, he's coming yeah. for you. Yeah. Which, you know, I thought was really, they they have at the end that weird sort of flash to where, I guess, prior to fighting for the king, he was in prison, being held in prison by Joe Taslim. He's like, you're the last one left or something. He was in like some kind of fighting pit. And then he like cut Joe Taslim to like escape, and that's when, then the king found him like later. But it was this such a weird like like flash at the end that I was like, I really that was my like one thing I didn't like about it because it felt like it really threw me off of like, wait, you know him? Why are you? This doesn't. I'm confused. Where does this fit in the timeline? Like I was like, I don't. He obviously doesn't have the kid there, so it's got to be before then, but then, like, he was fighting. I don't know. So I guess, like, so what was your fight of the movie? What was your favorite fight? Definitely that entire closing yeah. assault on, on, um... Guratai on Joe Tasm's kid. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I don't remember his name. On Guratai's kingdom or castle or whatever it, it was um, yeah definitely i mean the, just the methodical way in which he mm-hmm. you know made his way into the center to take to finally have his one-on-one and then and, and they didn't shy away from oh maybe he's not gonna make it you know yeah. i mean he didn't get out unscathed it was pretty no. brutal um, i thought he was gonna and die I, and, and like the girl would just be free yeah I totally thought that as well, like that they yeah. would just end up killing each other. Um, yeah. I, I thought the way Joe Taslam finally did die was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you know, just a little more understated than you sort of expected. Uh-huh. But. Yeah. But like neat because he used the like king's sash or whatever, you know, uh-huh. to do which to do the little like thing with the sword, which was like a cool, I think, a neat like symbolism um yeah that would definitely be my pick too it was just too good and plus you like anything with more joe taslam we're like yeah okay uh emotional moment so i'm gonna say my emotional moment was when he told lord lee survive this when he was like because i was like oh shit you told him that fuck (laughs) fuck you shouldn't have killed his king Uh, for me i think it was when in totally different emotion but when the daughter finally realized shit my dad is kick ass yeah (laughs) you know because she's so i don't think she didn't have a lot of pride in she loved him but she didn't have a lot of pride in him right um she kind of led him around like a puppy exactly and he was so silent about it i think because he never left that sort of servanty type feeling around her 
you know, yeah. um, he never let that go, even though he, you know, functioned as, as her father and she believed he was her father. He never stepped quite totally out of that role. Right. And so when she finally realized, holy hell, look at my dad. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was pretty great, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's too bad that it had to come to that for her to finally get it. But Right. And just, just how far he was willing, willing to sacrifice for her, you know. I mean, he knew he'd lay down his life, but he also had the chance to see and, you know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great movie. Um, I highly recommend it. It's, yeah, it's, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, very um, and and so much more with subtitles than. Oh, oh my yeah. god, the dubbing is just so bad. I mean, usually dubbing is pretty bad anyway because you can't match the emotion, but this was like bad. <laughs> I mean, it didn't so even come awesome. close to matching the emotion. Yeah. Ugh. I feel like good voice actors dub anime yeah. <laughs> where it's like you can figure out like a car like it, it just and it, it, it doesn't feel dubbed like I think about all the like my kids love all the Studio Ghibli stuff Totoro and all that and all of that is in multiple languages because it's just you know they move their mouth and then the and it doesn't ever feel dubbed but like everything dubbed you just like I know that that guy's voice does not sound like that right there's and it wasn't, no it's not even the voice, what the voice sounds yeah. like. It's that the emotion and the sound level and uh, yeah. the interaction, none of it sounds legit. Just, yeah. You know, like there's very little modulation in, in, in the voice quality. And that's right. clearly, you know, like two actors doing the whole thing. So it just gets a little ridiculous. Okay. Um, yeah so and and just so little even when they were doing sort of background sounds or you know like punch and kick sounds I mean it was just it was all done at the same level at the, uh, so it's just no. oh, so awful that's not good that's not good like we you know people get their voices get softer and louder and harder and you know right. more excited and this was all just yeah <laughs> all done at the same sound level and so it just was so awkward Ugh. okay well that is extra good to know guys it's watch it with captions anytime you can you should watch it with captions there's some that are like bears town on hbo i actually watch it's dubbed you get past it it's fine it's not like great, but the show is good enough to get past it. Whereas this, I think, would be hard, if, especially if it's as bad as you say. But just read the fucking captions. You can all read. <laughs> Sorry. Right? You can all read. <laughs> Please. <laughs> if you're listening to our podcast, you should be of an age you can read. Um, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah. So the swordsman definitely watch. Kung Fu, maybe watch. Yeah. If you like CW shows, I think you'll like it a lot. Um, yeah. Because it does, I mean, it's pretty formulaic CW stuff. Yeah. Um, I liked Arrow. So, yeah, I watched yeah. a few seasons of that. Yeah, it was pretty good. But like all the other, like what this feels to me more like is a charmed. 
or like um, Riverdale. I've done none of those I could ever get past in like yeah. the first couple of episodes. So hopefully this is better. We'll see. I mean, come on, Brett Chan, get in there and straighten them out. Next yeah. Season. I don't think you worked on last night's episode. <laughs> no. No. Um, well, I think he said he trained her, but then had yeah. to leave and his team took over. So, yeah. I mean, she looks great. She really does. So, yeah. And as know. does the new boyfriend. Um, yeah. You know, the Henry. Yeah. What is it he's a specialist in? <laughs> tai Chi. Tai Chi. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ancient Chinese art. Yes. Convenience. <laughs> Conveniently. So the thing that you have to research. Right. Fortunately, he can he's got all the research into this. <laughs> that also has an entire mystical sort of aspect yes. of this show as well. And, yes. Which we didn't talk and about. He fully bought into. Yes. Which I thought well, was fun. like he's not coming to her being like, this is the legend. It probably did something else. He's like, so this is a lot of power. And I was like, dude, is that really how you'd react in 2020? 2021? whatever anyways yep well even well because i mean we know or we assume they assume we know that gilan is out there gathering up the mystical objects um which again (laughs) sort of that right sort of thing right um well i could tell all together yeah um so that has that yet yeah yet Maybe Henry's surprised. only a dragon. Oh, there you go. He knows. There you go. <laughs> the crossover we never knew we needed. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah. There, there you go, guys. There's our thoughts on those two, and and we will be back with more. I'm the worst at endings. <laughs> we'll be back with something. <laughs>